0: Well, hey, everyone. I'm so glad that you could take the time to join me today on another episode of My Arizona Adventure. It has been a little bit of a while since I put on my last podcast. I believe it was sometime just before Christmas time. A lot has changed since then. A lot has changed. We are now embarking upon the January 2020 season. I'm in the process of doing some modifications to the side-by-side on the Terex, putting in some new LED lighting systems and some backups in the fronts and all the above, and trying to install some new LED whips with chaser lights. Pretty excited about that. I can't wait to get that going. Um, For those of you who are not familiar with the Terex, and those who might be, give me some feedback on it. Um, I've gotten a lot of good reviews on the actual Terex. We bought a 2019 Kawasaki Terex 4. I love that thing. It is a beast. Um, We've taken it places where I didn't even think it would go, and to my surprise, it handled very well. It's not so top-heavy as I thought it would be, One of the additional features on it that I would like to do is put some two-inch spacers on the wheel sections all the way around to give me a little bit more stability. Again, we've had that thing to certain angles of leaning where I thought it was going to tip and fall. Nope, never had a problem with it, even with three people on board. It was perfect. It was perfect. So... That's just some things that we got going on that. I did install a new wind system, which I probably shared with you some time ago, a 3000 pound wind system. It works wonderfully. I've never had to really use it, but I do know it works because I've checked it out and you know, made sure that it was hooked up properly. I'm kind of a do it, do it yourself kind of a guy. YouTube is my best friend a lot of times because I don't want to spend the money if I don't have to and I can do it myself. This real technical stuff, I will have it sent out and to be done if I needed to be done. But other than that, no, I really don't. I apologize. That's my ring system I've got going off. Anyway, so um, we had the opportunity yesterday to go to Quartzsite, Arizona. I took the family out there and uh, we spent the day out there and we had a really marvelous time. If you're not familiar with Quartzsite, it is an actual the city of Quartzsite, Arizona. Every year in January, roughly for about two weeks to a month or so, you will get a plethora of unlimited RVers in every imaginable kind of contained unit you can imagine, whether it's car, van, uh, pop-ups, class A, B, and Cs, or even pole trailers, they're just out there for that period of time enjoying the warmer weather. We call them snowbirds. Because a lot of them that do come across to that area are from all over the United States and even some from out of the country, which is just amazing to see a gathering of so many people at one spot. If I had to give a guesstimation, we're probably looking at well over 100,000. Easy, if I had to guess. And that could be a day. It is literally a mecca of RV products, RV systems, RV coaches, anything RV related they have. They're also well-known for their quartz, gems, and rocks, and minerals, and things like that because of the area out there. If you're not familiar with quartzite, uh, back in the early 1900s, there was a gentleman, I believe his name is uh, High Jolly. Uh, He was a gentleman that was out there. Him and his crew, and I could be wrong, so don't take it as gospel, but I could be wrong, but him and his crew were out there doing a lot of mining for minerals and such, and they found that the best economical way to get out there as far as hauling their stuff in and out uh, you would figure mule donkey whatever the case may be no he had actually donated camels to do a lot of their carrying of the equipment and gear and after the mining series was pretty much over uh later on and as the years went by and he had passed away the camels kind of were out there for a period of time on their own and for the longest period of time they lived out there on their own not anymore per se but they do have a monument set up in memory of him and they do, I mean, that whole area out there pretty much is based upon him and the camels and such. It's, if you've never been out there, I highly recommend that you go out there and take a look at it. It's an amazing place to be. Even in, I mean, I in all reality, I would never attempt to go out there during the summertime because you're looking at weather's of 120 plus degrees. No, not a fan of that. But during the cooler months, such as winter, fall, and even early spring. Yeah, definitely go out there and take a look at it. The town of Quartzsite is a ghost town during the non-peak season. But during the peak season, yeah, good luck finding any place to park. Fortunately, there's a lot of BLM land out there that you can camp up to 14 days for free. If you want to get in closer to the venue, it may cost you a little bit of money. There are places out there that do have full full hookups, I take that back. And everything that you may want for your accommodating. Me personally, I'd rather boondock because it gives me the freedom to go and do what I want. Whether I'm unloading or off-hitching the truck, taking off, or have the ability of getting my off-road vehicle out there and just going out there to play. But again, definitely worth the visit. Definitely worth the visit. Be prepared to do a lot of walking. I will tell you that. They say you could probably take about three days to go through the entire event in total. Three days, that's a lot of walking and a lot of stuff to see. But again, it is definitely worth it. So if you're not familiar with it, check it out. It is called Quartzsite. It normally starts on January 18th and runs through the end of January to the middle of February, I believe. But I do believe it may be around that whole month area. And the reason why I say that whole month area, it's not necessarily the actual RV event, uh, there are other events that go on out there, such as the RTR, which is the Rubber Tramp Rendezvous, which was hosted and started by Bob Wells many years ago. If you're not familiar with that, check that out also on YouTube. And there's another one that they call the Escapers. They may not always necessarily be in that area of Quartzsite, Arizona, but they do frequently go out there at other locations in Arizona, Nevada, slash wherever they go. Again, definitely worth check out. So, whoo, it's been a new year. Uh, what are your guys' plans for this new year as far as off-roading stuff? You know, let me know. Reach out to me. Uh, you have the ability of messaging me on uh, Anchor here. Uh, if not, message me on My Arizona Adventure on YouTube or even on the Facebook group page, My Arizona Adventure. You have three ways of medium to get a hold of me and, um, I will definitely respond back. I promise I will. So, with that being said, new adventures that we got going on. Hmm. Well, let's see. What have I done since we've seen you guys last? I know we did more than that. Um, Did we do any off-roading? Probably not so much because of the holidays coming up at that time and being with family and such as that in the new year. Yeah, probably didn't do much off-roading. I think we maybe went to – no, we didn't even go to nachos. Boy, I'll tell you what. I think the holidays kind of put us at a setback damper. But really excited about the 2020 season coming up. Uh oh yeah, here we go. We had an opportunity to go up to Kingman not too long ago up in Arizona area, and I've noticed that there is a lot of off-road trailing out there. Uh I'm excited to get out there and take a look at it. There's some areas up there in the Hualapai Mountains that we can offer re- you actually go off roading in some areas. Some areas may be restricted due to the government uh owned area. Uh, I believe that they're still requiring mountain passes. If you do go out in that area. Please invest in a mountain pass. It's kind of important to have because that way you don't get pot for being out there. Normally when you're on any kind of roadway or off-roadway in that certain area, in any mountains, I believe, uh, you have to have that permit in order for you to legally be out there. Some things that have changed that if you're not in the state of Arizona actually living, I do believe that our state now is requiring anybody from out of state of Arizona to purchase a pass to go off-roading. You know, I kind of in the beginning had mixed feelings about it, wasn't a fan of it because it's like, really, I've got to pay to go somewhere. But when I begin to really put it together and think about it and research it, it makes actually a lot of good sense because the fact is, is that we do tear up the roads when we go out there. You know, you may not say, well, I don't tear the roads up. Well, actually, our vehicles can and tend to tear up the roads out there. And by putting the passes out there and putting them in play for them to be purchased, one, it gives you the ability to go to areas unlimited. Okay, It's a great thing. And two, you're also helping to pay for some of the repairs and the upgrades and the changes that may need to be done to the trails that we love to enjoy so much. Um, Again, it's definitely worth investment. I've lived in a state where I believe something like that did cost like $35 uh, for the mountain pass or whatever the case may be. It's well worth it. And normally they'll give you an additional pass for like 5 bucks extra. Every state is different. Don't quote that as gospel for Arizona. I know that Arizona, um, Nevada. I apologize. I know that Nevada, they have certain areas where you are off limits to to off road, Um, and these trails are just amazing. You can go on there with four wheel drive pickups or even cars if you can make it, but they will not allow you to have any off road vehicles. Period. As far as the razors and uh, side by sides and things like that, so just be mindful of that. Please always be courteous and respectful of the area that you do ride out in because, again, we don't want to lose the rights that we do have. And sometimes when we go out there and we see things like trash dumped out there, it's really sad to see that. It really just disappoints me that people cannot be more respectful of that. We're out here to enjoy it. We want to enjoy it for everybody for future times to come. Don't ruin it for us, okay? And if you feel that you can't, then guess what? Just don't go off-roading then. You know, the rule that I like to live by is if you pack it in, pack it out. Doesn't matter. Don't be inconsiderate. That's all I ask. Because we want to be able to enjoy writing for a long and long and many years to come. So again, be respectful of that. I appreciate that. Uh see what else is there? Hmm. Anything new going on in the life here? I know it's been a little while since I have put a podcast out. I do apologize for that because of the holiday season, but now that we're back in the new year, you can and will expect to hear from me. Oh, yes, we did add a few new features to it. I did uh, pick up a new GoPro 8, the black. It is amazing. I'm really excited about seeing all the features that do go with it. And um, I actually took it out yesterday to the Quartzite show just to kind of play around with it. I will start posting some of the stuff on my YouTube channel and on my, my Adventure Facebook page. Um, if you're not familiar with me, I also have an Instagram, My Arizona Venture. You can follow me there. OK, let's see what else did I. Pur- oh, yeah. The most exciting part of all. I almost forgot. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I had the opportunity to pick up a drone, my very first drone. Now, my son, Jared, who is actually really good at flying these things, has had one for quite a while. In fact, he's had a few and he's really good at it. And I do understand now that the FCC requires you to have these things licensed at a certain point in time. But doing more research with my son, we found out that if you can get these smaller ones that are under the weight of whatever the FCC requires them to be licensed, you don't have to have them licensed. Well, the one that I purchased, which it is new to me, I basically call it drone flying for dummies because I am brand new to it, but I'm excited about it. It virtually flies itself. It is called the Mavic Mini. Um, It roughly retails for about $3.99. Maybe a little bit more money on that. You can do the entire package deal, which comes with more equipment. It comes with three batteries, charging ports, and a control console, which hooks up to any iPad or iPhone, as long as you download the DJI, DJI application. I'm sorry. Yeah, DJI application process to your phone. And it virtually flies itself. Um, because it is a smaller unit, I would really be cautious in taking it up in wins to some degree. Common sense will dictate that you don't fly a drone in the wind anyway. But again, you know, sometimes we do things without realizing that we're doing it, which I'm guilty of that also. So, again, do keep that in mind that you don't want to fly it in uh, somewhat windy conditions because you potentially lose it. The nice thing about this drone, though, it does take great quality videos with 1080p visual, and it does have a control where it does bring you back home to where you started, providing you do not lose satellite signal towards it or your phone connection, however that may be. Anyway, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I do recommend anytime that you do purchase any kind of an item like that, do get insurance on it and care package on it. Because anything happens to it, they, within reason, will replace or repair at no additional cost, depending on the circumstances of that. I'm just kind of funny that way. My wife kind of laughs because every time I turn around, I have to have an insurance policy on everything or a warranty policy on everything. I'm just that way. You know, if something breaks, I need it to be fixed at no cost or little cost to me. Anybody disagree? Chime in on it. It's okay. So with that being said, uh, let's see what else is going on here. Um, We are getting ready to embark upon the summer spring soon. I cannot wait for that. It does get pretty warm out here, but a lot of times I'll spend a lot of time on the water. Oh yeah, before I forget, I did take my boat out again with my son not too long ago on the uh, Mojave River out here in Arizona where we live. You know, the funniest thing about that is I'm beginning to really feel that I'm not a fisherman. <laughs> I'm not great at it. I'm not going to lie. But I tell you, I we were out there on the water. It was a beautiful day. And um, there were fish everywhere out there. My sonar was picking them up left and right, school after school of fish. But it's like we weren't tagging anything. Well, in all fairness, I may have shared this with you before. Maybe not. My son, the last time he went out fishing, he caught a six or seven pound bass striper bass. It was a beautiful size fish. It was amazing. Nope, nothing for me. So I'm just beginning to think that I may have to pay my dues in order to get it. Um, I'm not the greatest fisherman in the world. I'm not going to lie, but I have caught fish. I do understand it. My passion more is off-roading and hunting, but because I got the boat, I definitely want to take advantage of this as much as I can. My son and I get out there quite a bit. There's times that he wants to go that I'm just too busy to go, but overall though, we are getting out there more and more, it seems like. And, uh, again, be very careful when you're out there on the waterways. Don't go out in the winds. Any kind, Anytime you have any kind of wind issues out there, be very careful. I don't recommend it. The last time, I believe, other than most recently, I may have shared with you in the last podcast, we were out there with winds doing 20, 25 miles an hour plus. Probably not the smartest thing, but life's an adventure, right? Even in Arizona. <laughs> anyway, so, again, just be mindful of that. Let's see. So I think that's pretty much it, though. Not much else is going on other than the modifications that I plan on doing to the new side-by-side and the new toys that I've got to play with. So, again, looking forward to a new adventure in 2020 with whatever it may be. Want to spend more time going to Nacho Bar? Want to get in there? Oh, yeah, that's right. There is a couple more bars out there that are in the middle of the desert. There is one that I know that I want to go to. It is called the uh, bar in the desert. Okay, it, There is no name technically for it from what I understand, but it is called the bar in the desert and it, it is very well known. Um, it's a unique bar in the middle of the, I believe it's out in the Parker, Arizona area and it's completely powered by solar. Best time to go out there is during the cold seasons. Don't even attempt it in the warm time. You will not survive the heat out there. They do have live music. They do have food. Can be pricey, not gonna lie, but it's more for the experience than anything, right? That's what it's all about out in living life and enjoying the experiences that we want. A couple of bars have popped up. There's another local bar out in the middle of the desert that popped up called the Taco Bar. <laughs> we have some awesome names out here. The one we frequent is called Nacho, then there's the Taco Bar, and then there's another one called the Shelter. It almost looks like a bomb shelter, but it's a bar in the middle of the desert. All these are located in the area that I live in in Arizona here. So, also, if you want to go to a really cool place out there, there is an area out there in Topoq, Arizona, where there is a place, an eating establishment. It has a pool. It's got place for eating and a venue and all that. And it does play live music. It is actually a really nice place to go during the summertime. They do have access via road. And they do have access via the Colorado River by boat. However you travel to get there, you are able to get there no matter what. Check it out. It's in Topak. All right, guys. Anyway, I'm going to pull on out of here. Again, it's always a pleasure, guys. Thanks for taking the opportunity to listen to the podcast. Please share this with your friends. Hook up with me on all social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or even here on Anchor. Share, share, share. I want this channel to grow. I promise you we will get better content as we do more adventures. But because the fact is that it was kind of slow during the holidays, yes, we didn't do too much. But now that the holidays are done, it's time to rock and roll. All right, everybody, have fun out there. And please, whatever you do and wherever you go, stay safe, be kind, and always take care of each other. Talk to you soon.